meditation chamber. From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer that you put together. Batteries not included. Darth Vader's stronger now. He's got moves. Luke Skywalker. Action figures each sold separately. You can slide the viewing screen, turn Darth on the command bridge, and make Luke escape through the hidden hatch. Test the laser cannon. We gotta find Luke. Come on. Darth Vader's Star Destroyer from Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately from Kenner. And here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 164 of the Sith list. I'm your host, Araj Dolachahi, and my co-pilots for this evening's adventure into broadcasting, the young, the restless, the fully bearded now. You have a beard and I don't have a beard now. That's true. I've effed up on my beard, so I have to shave it all off. Now I got scruff. I said I still might still might shave this one off. I I got about another month of working on it. So okay. yeah, the voice you hear right there is Carlos Buarguel, the man who's here again on time, the birthday boy who we didn't wish a happy birthday because it wasn't his birthday just yet, Mister Crunch Crunch. Thank you. I'm doing good, Gonzalez. Okay, you sound really excited. Mm. The man we call El Hombre. The man who's staring at the ceiling because he's probably sick of what I'm going to say right now. So I'm not going to say anything. Mr. Eric is just darn glad to be here. Strothers. We also have the man that I called King Lear last week. But instead, this week, I'm going to call him Mufasa because he's the king of the kingdom. (laughs) Mr. Tom Chansky. You must avenge my death. Simba. <laughs> yeah, was everything Don't that the light know. touches. Yeah. That's right. I saw the Lion King and slept through it. No, what, the live action? The li- well, yeah. When he died, spoiler alert, <laughs> I got the feels again. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, I was, I was, I no, was like, no, no, wait I'm saying the popcorn, I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, the feels. feels. Uh-oh. King Tom, what, do, do you ever like just get, open up your podcatcher to all the podcasts you're on and hold one of your kids up and say, sure. someday <laughs> everything that the light touches will be yours. Dude, everything awesome. that the sound waves, every ear that sound waves hit will be yours. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if King Tom would tally up all his downloads from all the podcasts that he's on. He'd be right up there with Joe Rogan, best rated podcast and most downloads ever. He's yeah, like, but not a dick. 
Yeah, oh, oh hey, <laughs> he's, hey. He, he's the man in the shadows. He's like, who's this guy? He's right. number two. Who's this? Right. Who's Tom Chansky? Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful laugh that you hear in the background. One of our favorite people in the entire galaxy joining us once again. If you were at Star Wars Celebration this year, you might have seen her trying to sling some rubbing alcohol disguised as an old historic <laughs> Chicago intoxicant called Malort. She even had this elaborate backstory with it. We'll get into that a little bit later. You might have heard her as the co-host of the Imperial Senate podcast and the host of Data Bank Discussions, the viceroy of the high order of board games herself, Miss Claire Stribling. How you doing, Claire? I'm good. I'm doing, I'm doing really, really well. You pulled out the board game club. Hey, I, I had to match what I did last time with the, uh, you know, the musicals and stuff. So I had to go. Yeah, to stalking. I had to dig a little deeper. And oh, my God. You, the viceroy of the high order of board games. I was. I, I yeah. was the well. I was the. I was the viceroy, and then I became the supreme chancellor. Eventually, oh, I, I didn't of that the deep. University of Missouri Board Game Club. Very wow, nice. Wow, that was a good, good factoid. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what we about. do here. That's what we do here. <laughs> Investigative journalism. Do you have her transcripts too? Next time she's on, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you going to talk about certain classes, like why she didn't do well we in this one and others? Po- yeah, okay. poli sci, not her best. Poli sci. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Claire? <laughs> She's about to spit up her beer. <laughs> I'm doing great, other than about to choke on my beer. And yeah, what, I'm doing is that, really, really well. what is that fantastic beer that you're drinking, by the way? Let's see. I am drinking brewed in Chicago, Illinois. Like Pipeworks Brewing Company's Blood of the Unicorn, which is as metal as it sounds. It's like a hoppy that, red ale. That does sound like a raw zombie film. I'm just hearing double pedal right now. <laughs> Blood of the Unicorn. That's fantastic. Yep. I'm drinking urine of California, which is Bud Light. <laughs> Pretty much. But You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong, no. It's a great beer pong beer, Bud Light. Yes. yes. And that's about all it's good for. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. It is. Or if and you're podcasting. Des- yeah, if you're desperate. Yeah. Well, I am drinking beer and coffee once again, so this should be an adventure. Mm. I was going to not drink at all because I have like a head cold. My son got me sick, I think. Just blame it on the kid, huh? A jerk. So I am going to... Can't uh, but, defend himself. But, you know, Claire's on. And I said, the hell with it. Let's drink. I'm a bad influence. I'm sorry, guys. You are. are. We'll get into all that craziness that happened in Chicago with Crazy Malort. And we have a cool game at the end of this. I'm not going to tell her what it is until we play. Mm -hmm. But I can't wait to do that. How's everybody doing? Eric, how are you doing, buddy? Buddy, I feel your pain on the kid getting you sick. Yeah. I I got this whole sinus thing going on. Oh, you do too. Pretending like it's not bothering me. So yeah, you're you're not imagining it. Thank you. This is the first time that he got me sick, and I looked into his eyes, and I said, you're a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) You're not my son. (laughs) You're not my son. How dare you? No, but let me tell you, Sudafed is unreal. Like I was, I feel like a little little druggy, though, because I was struggling about an hour and a half ago, and I was like blowing my nose, congestion, the pain, and I was out of Sudafed, and then I went to the bathroom, and I saw this, like the one single Sudafed in my bag, my travel bag, and I took it. And I swear to God, I feel a thousand times better. It's those 12 hour ones that you have to give your ID to get it. You, you know what I mean? But man, do they work? I wonder why. I wonder <laughs> why you have to give your ID. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm sorry that you're not feeling well, but um, it's oh, the worst. buddy, I'm great, man. Okay. I'm, right. I'm fine. It just, yeah. King Tom? Kids, man, they're germ oh, factories. I know. I, I've, I'm learning this. King Tom, you doing okay? I'm, you know, I'm doing so great. If I were doing any better, I have to be twins to handle it all. 
Wow. Dang. Wow. wow. Bre- that was breathtaking. That was really nice. <laughs> I was like, what? what? How about you two fine gentlemen? Uh, not, I, I'm good. I guess not, not twin worthy, but I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you doing okay? Yeah. I'm um, almost that good. Almost, oh, okay. almost that good. Not okay. there yet. How about this? Mm. My band is opening for Cowboy Mouth on su- yeah, Saturday. You told me about that. How do you that? like them apples? That's pretty cool. <laughs> and Cowboy Never Mouth. They're open for Cowboy Mouth. Yeah. And let people know who Cowboy Mouth is, Eric, because there's probably like nine people that know. <laughs> 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 There was a time when everybody knew who they were. It was for one week <laughs> exactly. in, in 2002. <laughs> right. Actually, no, it was more like 99, probably. Right, right. 1999. They're a band from, I'm pretty sure, from Louisiana. They had a couple of really big hits right in the very late 90s. And then, yeah, they're still out there doing it. And apparently, we're doing it with them. <laughs> doing it, doing the it well. The good news is, is they had it in their contract that the band's opening for them couldn't play any of their songs, and we're like, "Don't worry." <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're opening up for a band that you'll have you'll be playing way more hits than they will be. Oh, <laughs> well, we're not playing. They're playing all songs that they wrote, so you, you, you okay. got to give That's them that. Okay. We're we're playing. We're a cover band. Some news just broke about 15 minutes ago, which is awesome because we always get news breaking after we record. So we're really excited to talk about this. But let's get into this. We are proud members of the Biggest Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune into podcasts like Now This Podcasting, Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 27, First Order Transmission, The Cargo Hole, Idiots Array, Kessel Run Radio, Fingered by Rainy and Jason, Tattooing Sons, and Around the Galaxy, a Star Wars fan podcast. All of you can listen to if you go on makingstarwars.net. And you can follow us on Twitter. We'll do all that stuff at the end. You can go to our website, thesithless.net, for some pictures and some t-shirts and stickers and you can go on t public for all that great stuff too so check us out there and also if you can go to apple Podcasts and rate us and re- leave a review we'd really really appreciate it it's really important i never talk about it but it is important to do and that's the shenanigans for the week claire are you ready to talk some box office some star wars some marvel some just stuff that people don't care about are you ready <laughs> I'm, I'm mostly ready for the stuff that people don't care about, but let's go. Well, before we do that, how is the podcast going? How's Imperial Senate podcast going? How is the databank discussions going? Are you guys uh, putting out stuff constantly, weekly? Because I know the databank hasn't been out for a while, right? No, it hasn't been out for a while because I started working 60 hours a week and it's a very research-heavy Holy show. Holy shit. <laughs> but my schedule is about to come back down. Okay. It's fine. I don't need sleep. It, it's I, Whatever. It's good. But now I am, I'm about to have a normal life again, and I have a few episodes roughly outlined that are pretty much ready to just record and go. So databank discussions will be coming back. We're recording pretty, most, for the most part, like every week and a half, and uh, okay. it's been good. We've uh, full of shenanigans, as always, and I never know what's going to expect or what to expect. Mostly just Nikki making the Chamberlain noises from <laughs> Dark Crystal, um, well, but yeah, well, well. it's been good. I know that King Tom didn't want to talk about Dark Crystal. Like he literally is like, I don't want to be involved in that discussion. And um, King Tom, don't worry, we're not going to get fully into Dark Crystal. I won't do that to you, and I don't want to get yelled at again. So we'll we'll maybe <laughs> save the Dark Crystal discussions till later. Let's talk a little box office, and we have a little review, a non-spoiler review. Claire saw one of these movies. It was a record weekend for Focus Features that saw Downton 
Abbey not only topped the weekend box office, but it became the studio's largest opening ever, topping $30 million. Downtown Abbey, $31 million, at Astra, $19 million, and Rambo, 19 I think it was right below. This is interesting. Downtown Abbey beat Brad Pitt and Stallone. Good for them. Yes. Good for them. I don't watch Downtown Abbey. I heard it's a fantastic show. I heard the movie's great. I wanted to see Ad Astra. Didn't see it. Rambo Last Bud. Your dad, Boo, saw it. Yeah, he told me about it. And yeah. he enjoyed it. He did. Immensely. Surprisingly. He said it's brutally violent. Mm-hmm. It's so violent that you kind of laugh at it. Yes. But he enjoyed it. That's great. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which is a shocking thing for my dad because usually he's a, a movie hater. Mm-hmm. Once once I grew up and I wasn't a kid anymore and he could tell me how he felt about movies, he's like, yeah, that was an awful movie. I was like, so wait, you just took me to movies because I would like them and then you just like lied to me? He's like, yeah, pretty much. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's I was like, I was like that, that's worse than finding out uh, Santa isn't real or the... Uh, yeah, Malik, don't listen to this. Or, that's being a parent, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was Unless like, it's Star Wars. Unless it's Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. I know Claire saw Ad Astra, and I want to see this because it seems like it's an original story, science fiction story. Claire, non-spoilery review of Ad Astra. Let us have it. I enjoyed it. It was a bit of a slow burn, I'll say that, but I feel like that's common for a lot of science fiction space kind of movies in general. Um, so, first of all, I thought Brad Pitt was fantastic, but also, you know, I feel like that's goes without saying, usually. Is he, he always delivers a really great performance, but he, um, he was really great. I was surprised by the number of cameos that you see in the movie I've i was i just that. was like oh my god you're here too like how what um, really okay yeah and the, yeah all the performances were great the cgi was beautiful as someone who was like always looking for those space documentaries that you were shown as a kid hmm. and you're like oh man like all the planets look so so cool when i was younger and then you're like oh i found this old pbs documentary that i watched in elementary school I'm like oh this looks awful um, <laughs> no, it, it's like, it, it's really, really beautiful. All of the, all of the CGI and, um, there's a nice, nice little story that goes all, all through it. Nice. Um, I wish they would have dug more into the character relationships. I'm trying to be super vague here. Cause yeah, you don't want to spoil it, right? Oh yeah. Non-spoiler. But, okay. um, but overall I really enjoyed it. Cool. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as some of the other people on the internet, <laughs> But I've seen a lot of positive responses. Oh, okay. But I, I, you know, it's a good, it's worth watching. It's worth going to see. <laughs> I will say at the end of my, at the end of the movie, literally at like the emotional climax of the movie, the lady right next to me clearly wasn't feeling it. She was like with her husband and she like yawned comically loud. I swear to God, at least 15 <laughs> times. That like, sucks. I'm like, I get it. You don't want to see this movie. <laughs> Please shut the hell up. I'm going to smack. I've like never wanted to hit a stranger. So that's a lie. But I haven't wanted to hit a stranger that bad in a long time. Like, that's awful. That'll just ruin the experience. And and it seems like Les can uh, vouch for me on this. Seems like every time I go see a movie now, there's some jabroni that has to be loud and has to ruin it for (laughs) others. And this doesn't. Wait, wait. why can Les vouch for you on that? Oh, no, 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 because he was that person <laughs> for not, many years. Wow, but many not, but, years? Whoa, you're saying I did it all the damn time? Well, well, yeah. <laughs> no. 
But you've gotten better. You've learned. Oh, you're tripping. Are we are we having a breakthrough right now? Are we having a moment? Damn. Yeah. It's because of you. It's because of you. Sudafed and alcohol infused ass right now. What do you think your name is? Crunch Crunch. I learned it from you, Dad. One damn time, dude. I'm just saying that there is always an idiot, and it's usually kids. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be not kids. They're like there's usually like teenagers that like. Little douchey and hanging yeah, out. Exactly. And then, They're always sitting in the front too, like in the first three rows. Where you get yep. a couple people going. They're still talking as the movie's going on, and you just want to look over. And I feel it myself and Raj giving them the side eye at the same oh, time. You like motherfuckers, shut the damn hell up. <laughs> yeah, I know you know this because you've researched my entire life. But I did theater <laughs> all through college, and um, <laughs> it's the same thing when you're in like college theater as well. You a lot of these like jabronis, as you said. Nice. We'll take like an easy theater class to get an A and you are required to go see the shows. And so those oh. guys will sit right in the front row <laughs> during a live theater production and be those obnoxious people there. And one oh. of the most brilliant moments was my buddy Michael in the middle of a show. He stayed in character. It was this weird farce and he stayed in character and told them to shut up as oh, the character did not miss a beat and went right back into the oh, dialogue see, and cool. I was on stage and I had to keep it together so <laughs> much I was like oh my god that's the best thing that's ever happened yeah, that's and they cool. shut right up and then yeah. they left early <laughs> yeah, the best thing you do is embarrass the shit out of them yeah. I've told people in the theater to shut the hell up on more than one occasion yeah. and it always ends up going really well for me <laughs> so far <laughs> Uh, for example, remember the movie Terminator 3, that cinematic masterpiece? Yeah. I was there. The, 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 the movie yep. is maybe two minutes in, and there's these two young guys sitting like in front of me and down to the left, and they start talking. And I said, <laughs> I didn't even lean down. I said, hey, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I like to see who I'm talking to. And I said, I'm talking to you, dumbass. And I guess it scared him, dude. He didn't even turn his head the whole rest of the I wouldn't have, yeah. Right Are you head. kidding? Can you imagine somebody just tripping at you like that? Yeah, you and dumbass. Then, and then when we went to see Rogue One, I told oh. you about the guy that was in the theater going, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! At the very beginning. And I finally I'm said, sorry, that'll do. <laughs> and, and there was a guy in the very front. <laughs> who, later, who later on it turns out he heard my voice and didn't know I was there but then instantly knew I was there and I'm oh, like that's awesome. should I feel good about that or bad <laughs> that'll do that'll do <laughs> oh that's rad so do you definitely go see Ad Astra I want to go see it I will definitely see it Rambo probably not Downton Abbey I want to watch the show before I see the actual film. There's a whole lot of shows. I was about to say, that's a lot to watch. A lot to watch. I'm dedicated, man. Downton Abbey that you need to watch. All right. I think it's time for a little Star Wars news. And there's some big news, and we have the perfect guy to guide us through this galaxy full of craziness. Eric, what has happened (laughs) over the last week? Well, I've been right on the top of this. <laughs> Actually, that's not at all what happened. I was in the middle of something, and King Tom managed to fill all of us in, okay? And here's the deal. There was some other stuff, but then none of it's going to matter when we talk about what we're getting ready to talk about. But real quick, before we get into the huge news, I do just want to throw out a couple things. Bob Iger, he wrote a book. He talks about Lucasfilm. It's neat. You should check it out. It's, there's excerpts everywhere you can find it. 
So just just do it. And the funny little blurb about that that I love the part about Rupert Murdoch, and I'm glad you included that in the notes. Yeah. When he was so pissed. He's like, why didn't any of my people think of this about buying Lucasfilm? <laughs> it's like it does seem pretty obvious if you had known that if it was available for sale, why didn't somebody think of it first? But regardless, blah, blah, blah. None of the rest of it matters because here's the deal. Apparently, just this evening, it was announced that Kevin Feige or Fijay, as Arash likes to call him, <laughs> is going to be making a Star Wars movie. And let's just nip this in the bud right now. He's not moving in to replace Kathleen Kennedy. No. All right. That's just bring it down. Relax, Several trolls. With that. And that's it. That's what we know. So what do you guys think this is going to be? When do you think we'll see it? And any uh, anything else about it? What do you think? Are you floored? Is your mind blown? I'm. I'm. My mind is blown. I'm gonna uh, let Claire weigh in because she just found out as well. So, Claire, what do you think about this whole thing? I mean, I think it's kind of a no brainer move. Synergy <laughs> across your products. <laughs> but just, um, if you didn't do that hand gesture, I wouldn't know that you synergy was. Oh, there it is. Thank okay. you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Synergy. I'm just, I'm here to help you out. Yeah, I appreciate you know, it. I appreciate it. Visual aids, which is really great <laughs> <Yeah>. for podcasting. <laughs> I know. I did a sad face last week on a podcast, so that, that didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I am, I am a little bit shocked. I'm surprised because of how many, um, movies we have in the works already. I don't know if this is something that, I mean, obviously we know nothing other than, hey, this is going to happen at some point in time, but, yeah, I, I'm. I think it's a great idea. I think that, um, you know, I feel like a lot of the spirit of the Marvel movies could translate well to Star Wars, and obviously, Kevin Feige's had a lot of success and um, in bringing people into this world, and even if they're not comic book fans, making them comic book fans. Right, so right. that might be a little something that Star Wars needs for longevity's sake. Um, not that I'm worried about that, but we're always going to go see the movies no matter what. But the casual fan is going to keep them making movies because there's a whole lot more normal people than us crazy nuts. And we, we need them to keep getting getting Star Wars going. So I think I think it's a great I, I, I Well, I think it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Synergy. Mm-hmm. Synergy. Synergy. <laughs> I, uh, I think that this, it's interesting because Eric was talking about this Bob, Bob Iger um, but he was talking about this Bob Iger book and the Bob Iger book kind of reads in a different tone to me. Like the things that I've read about it was like, we made a mistake. We shouldn't have thrown this, all this star Wars stuff out. George Lucas was pissed. He felt betrayed, blah, blah, blah. I think this is the exact time we need this kind of information and this kind of news because the trolls are, are about to pounce, man. With that, if with that book being out. And I think, um, this is a perfect move. I mean, he, Feige Fijay has done a marvelous job. You get it, marvelous. Ooh. Thank you. Ooh. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's a Sudafed. They and I think he and In Kathleen Kennedy. Others. It's like the you know awesome plus awesome is going to be fantastic for us in the Star Wars world. And I think he's going to bring that whole element of fun and seriousness. You know what we got from Black Panther. What we get from all the Marvel movies. Um, especially the end game where we can laugh, but we can cry. I think that is the major thing that we're going to get with the star Wars thing. 
Now, King Tom, you are a huge Kevin Feige fan. Yeah, I am. I'm floored by this. I think, like Claire was saying, it's synergy-wise, it makes perfect sense. But I think people are going all out crazy-go-nuts with this. And I think you have to take a look at it in perspective because... You know, we don't. They've said the Benioff and Weiss stuff is going to come first. Personally, I would rather have Ryan's saga series, whatever, come first. But you know, Feige is busy for a while because he's still going to be overseeing Marvel, mm-hmm. right. and they just said he's developing whatever this is. We don't know if it's a movie. We don't know if it's a group of movies. He's just developing it. And he he's done a great job overseeing, shepherding all of the pieces together for the MCU. But he's not a director. He's not a, a frontline writer as far as we know. He's a producer. He's a story editor. Not a I film see, editor, I, I but see a him as a showrunner, Tom. That's King going, Tom to you. Sorry, man. I said Tom. It sounded so weird. <laughs> I am the king. I will punish you. Don't you do that. Damn it. I'm Don't sorry. Don't you disrespect I, that, I man. I apologize. I almost didn't know who you were talking I, about. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I said it. Sometimes I call uh, Boo Carlos, and it freaks me out because yeah. I always call him Boo. That was a weird moment. I'm sorry. That's 20 lashings in the public Oof, square. Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> and um, a week in the stockade. But, he's, I, I do see people saying that they need to bring in a woman, a person of color, someone else other than the usual people to, to oversee Star Wars projects. And that tr- that's true, they do. But there's still the chance that there are going to be people working for him, working with him, who will be working on this. And the other bit of news that, that was part of this is he said he's talked to an actor to play a very specific role. Oh, what? Yeah, that was part of the THR article, was that he's... He has a, a specific actor in mind to play a role. I wonder. I, so he obviously he knows the role and he knows the actor. God damn, I wish I knew stuff in his brain. Yeah. And I mean, is it someone we already know or is it someone he's coming up with? So that means obviously they've broached him with what storyline that he's going to take care of. They've been talking about this since the summer. Oh, okay. thing of it is to me is it's a it's one of those things where you can't. You can't say anything bad about it. You really can't. The guy's extraordinarily successful. He's crafted, uh, you know, a decade-long set of movies that have made billions of dollars. You know, you, he's only had maybe a couple of dips, not even like pitfalls kind of thing. You know, no, nothing where it's like awful. Thor 2. Yeah, it, it wasn't great, but it's not like, fuck, this is terrible. You know, you can still, it's still watchable-ish. Um so yeah, so yeah, so it's one of those where you're just like, okay, yeah, no, that's that's amazing. I really have nothing else to say. That's great, you know, and, and we're all excited for whatever he's going to put together and what you know, whatever it is, you know, just like Claire said, we're going to see it anyway. But now I'm even more excited to see what he's going to put together. Good hands, obviously, it really is. Yeah, it is. This is in good hands, um, like all state. And you know what? In all honesty, uh, Kathleen Kennedy's on this too, right? Yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. not going anywhere. The thing is, is this is just an even bigger boot to the grill of people that have been mouthing off about this. Like, this is an even bigger, you know, drawing a better line in the sand and saying, now what? You know, they trust her that much also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, this is really cool news. And man. he, he's, he, they had him on the Star Wars show earlier this year. He's a huge 
Star Wars fans. So I don't see him. I've also seen some people saying he's going to change it, make it more modern, like the MCU. I don't see that happening. Nah, especially if he's if he's involved with the video from Weiss stuff. Uh, I don't definitely don't see that happening. And the Ryan stuff is so far out because he has no idea when he's starting. Like he, he even said the other day, I read an article that maybe I can film another movie, do another movie before I start. I was hmm. like, oh, damn. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. It is weird because, you know, with the length of time they said, you're, we're not getting a movie for insert number of years here. And then after that, it's going to be this big of a gap in between. It does make you wonder, man, when is all this stuff going to come out? And then is it going to be convoluted where we've got like three different trilogies go on at the same time where they're hopscotching each other with these huge gaps in between episodes of a single trilogy. Right. Because it's, you know, out of three different trilogies, you've got movie one, then two years later, movie one of trilogy number two and so on. It's, it's, it's hard to imagine what they're going to do with it and how they'll be able to keep it, keep people engaged or keep more people understand the timeline of it all whenever it's kind of all over the place. But, you know, that may be just the kind of thing that if you want to make that work out in Star Wars, you take somebody who's been doing it for Marvel where they've got all of these stories that are part of a bigger story, but people weren't watching, you know, Ant-Man going, well, where's this guy? Because they know it's not the same movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's part of the same universe, but it's not the same movie. It's not like, well, where's the girl with the stick? It's kind of what we got during Rogue One when people are like, they didn't understand that it wasn't the second part of The Force Awakens. Sure, sure. That makes sense. But, yeah, so we're, now, all, when you hit, we're all on board. When you hit that thing about Bob Iger's book, it is weird that it's now because I do feel like you're at a, a pretty intense nexus of if you're going to have for, for all the stuff that star Wars has had to face between the trolls, let's just, that's the main focus of this is I would think you'd wait until the backside of the rise of Skywalker to put something like this out. Because, you know, one of the things that Iger mentions in the book is he's talking about how, uh, George Lucas was pissed that they didn't use his story treatments for seven, eight and nine, you know? And, it, it's 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 one of those situations where you couldn't have won. No matter what you did, you couldn't you couldn't have won. And if the stories were so sweet and ready to be made, George would have made them himself. Right. And what, and what, and what we know do. about those stories, I'm glad that they, they weren't made. To, uh, DM me, people. I get it. You don't love me, yeah. but yeah. No. But 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 it's all that does is take the focus off the thing that the focus should be on. Yes. And and that's a shame because we've got the end of the Skywalker saga coming up in just, what, three short months. And oh. I, that's what everybody should be thinking about when it comes to Star Wars, not a bunch of other BS. Right. Yeah, I'm but, very surprised that they put it out right now. Yeah. And he's retiring next year. Just wait till you retire, then put it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't agree with the timing. I got to call Bobby I. Let him know. Pissed. <laughs> Miffed. I'm a little pissed. 
And they did take our shirts off T Public, those fucks. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we, we were waiting for the that. Mickey shirts. The yeah, Mickey shirts. I, I uh, literally yeah. lasted two days. That's what I told you. I was like, that's going to go really fast. They didn't even email me. They said, fuck off. They're just gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought one, though. So they can fuck themselves. Yeah, you should have claimed it was Lava Bear instead of Mickey Mouse. I, yeah, I should have. <laughs> but I'm going to wear it every time I go to Disneyland now. Fuck them. I swear to God. Next time you have lunch with Bobby I. Yeah, I'm going to wear it. Yeah. We go to Subway together. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm really stoked about this. Uh, It's going to be great. Did you see, Eric, that Star Wars comic and King Tom ties into Empire? No, No, sir. Okay, great. That's great. Is it a future one? Here we go. New Star Wars comic that ties into Empire. Okay, so in December, they are ending the current mainline series with issue number 75 there's also rumors they're going to be ending the dr afro long-running series and then either in december or january they're coming out with a one-shot to tie up both the main series and dr afro which leads into the empire strikes back because the main series has been treading water in the years between a new hope and empire strikes back i knew you would know how dare you act like it t- took me a second about. right took me a second so yeah it's kind of interesting P- pretty cool and I think it's going to be called, uh, what is it going to be called? Uh, Empire uh, Ascendant or something like that? Of Number Dreams. One. Empire of Dreams, <laughs> yeah. Empire of Dreams. Claire, are you into all these comic Star Wars comic books? Um, I am. I fell off of the mainline Star Wars run a long time ago. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a very difficult thing to keep up with so i am very far behind on a lot of series that i enjoy including dr afra i dig her she's my girl but yeah yeah i i enjoyed a lot of them too i just it's hard to keep up you're right they there's so many of them yes so it's not like we have i'm not i don't have that king tom level of cred when it comes to comics that's that's what i was gonna say it's not like we have people in this room and on our podcast that are into comics that would be into star wars comics unless nope Sorry, it's not my. There were three. Dude. There were three issues out today. Jesus, really? Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Ain't nobody so, got time for that. It's not yeah. my thing, man. Bob Iger was right. Putting too much out too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. So we were listening to our buddy Steele's hyper chat, and they were talking about this Ray comic where she. Basically, here's the gist, and I'll cut it real short. Then, whenever I start to think, man, you know what? The comics, they're not so bad. And then I find out that there's this whole storyline where, from the point where they leave the car at the end of The Force Awakens, and they're waving goodbye and taking off, and then we see them landing on Octo. <laughs> Apparently, a whole other thing happened in between where the Falcon breaks down and they have a side adventure. That is bullshit writing and a stupid thing to do you literally jump from one thing to the next in the movie that indicates that nothing happened in there right that's so dumb and it's such a mistake and they can take that and just flush it man and that's all i got to say and wasn't there also a comic that has ray flying slave one around that's the it's, one it's the same it's the same one yeah okay but it it's a s- different it's the same type of ship yeah it could be slave two Sure, but but not? you understand what I'm saying. The whole thing is is that yes, this occurs in between. That that's just so dumb. Right. It just it's makes the universe cool. very small. That's what you're saying. Well, no, no, it's not even that. It's like we saw a thing happen. Imagine this. Imagine <laughs> that you're watching you're watching uh 
okay, The Last Jedi. Yeah. All right? Mm. And you see Rey standing on the ramp, and she looks down at Kylo Ren, and she hits the button, and the ramp goes up. And then you see her in there talking to Poe Dameron. Oh, no. Well, it turns out that between the time the ramp went up and you saw her talking to Poe Dameron, she actually did all this other stuff and finished her geometry homework and did this and this. And oh, by the way, she got off the ship and went over here and bought some stuff and came back. And then we saw her talk to Poe Dameron. That's seriously exactly the parallel. If she was in Kylo's head in The Force Awakens, she would have known the geometry answers, Eric. (laughs) I heard she was better at poli sci than Claire was. She probably was. Let's be real. Full circle. Oh, nice. Okay, okay, yeah, I don't know why they do that. They have a story group. They should, like, fix those kind of things. I don't know why that happens, but it shouldn't. I I, uh, I feel your frustration, Eric. I liked it. <laughs> How dare you? Wow, okay. I don't think it, Tom and Eric ever argued on this uh, podcast. Let's it was this. better than the Kylo comic that came out today where, and my apologies for any spoilers, uh, they find a Zillow Beast I don't know if you remember the Zillow Beast from the Clone Wars. The yes. Zillow Beast! And, uh, does anyone the remember website? the... The house website? Yeah. <laughs> don't you buy rentals from there? Yeah, yeah. Don't you look up real estate on that? So, so <laughs> Kylo finds a nice little cottage on Coruscant. But then I don't know if you remember the beginning of... <laughs> Nicely done. The beginning on of it, Dark, yeah, he is. Uh, ...of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, when they're going up against that giant worm. Yes, yes, And yes. the way they take it down... From the inside, that right. is how Kylo takes down the Zillow Beast because apparently Darth Vader was there decades before and couldn't kill this beast. Oh, what? really? Come on now. Kylo oh, decides course. to go Drax and knife wow. it from the inside. Mm, knife well, it here's the, the deal. That is stupid, by the way. <laughs> uh, but, but, the, but the thing with that Ray comic, they could have. Why wasn't it? Why didn't that occur after The Last Jedi? Why cram it in some place where it couldn't fit? That's what she said. But <laughs> well done. He's but, right. Well done. Well played. But seriously, does she does use the Force in it in a way that makes sense from the person she was in the Force Awakens? The Ray parts of the story deal more with <laughs> the Ray that we know from the Force Awakens, and not the Ray who's had a little bit of training in the Force from the Last Jedi. Well, gosh, it would have been a shame if they would have had to write it differently. Hey, King Tom, though, in all seriousness, though, man, do you remember that scene where when um, The Force Awakens where Finn comes and says, Ren wants a prisoner, and they start walking down the, the hallway with Poe, and then he turns in that corridor and pulls off his helmet? Mm-hmm. And did you know that before that, they actually did a whole bunch of other stuff? And it's in the comic book that's coming out tomorrow. I'm, ge- I'm going to get it tomorrow and I'm going to read it and let you know how it's it gonna is. Be, it's going to be the dopest jam. It turns out that they like went and sparred and ran track and um, did some other <laughs> stuff too. So is that, it was is that good. The Passive Rocky aggressiveness two? towards King Tom. No, I was going to say, that's the Rocky II montage, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he sparred, ran, ran on the beach, dude. Rocky yep. chased the chicken around. Yep. 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 All right. Well, I'm glad that we had some discussion about comics. <laughs> It's just, they had some home runs, man. I'm like, you know what? The comics are cool, and more they people are, should be into are. them. And then they shouldn't. We have a, an email from Colton that has to do with Star Wars. Howdy, guys. Hope you all are doing well. I'm off Twitter again in the lead-up to Episode 9, but I'm still loving the episodes y'all throwing together. Well, thanks there, buddy. The new trailer for Knives Out dropped a week ago or so, and I'm pretty stoked for that movie. Mm. It gives me a douchey Chris Evans, and it also has Daniel Craig looking rocking a southern accent. 
But even if Knives Out does very well, Ryan doesn't strike me as the type to want to do sequels. He hasn't expressed any desire to go back to the Looper universe, and I'm sure his name was on the short list for Episode 9 once Trevorrow was fired, but Lucasfilm went with J.J. instead. Long email short, I'm asking whether y'all, whether y'all think that Ryan will be writing directing all three movies in his own SW trilogy, or if y'all think he'll write and direct the first one, take a step back, and then get the second, the third one. Thanks for the great show. Hope all is well. Kind of like George did with Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, well, buddy. Well, kind of for Return of the Jedi. Well, yeah, he actually did record. I uh, did direct, but ghost director. Thanks, Colton. Appreciate that. Uh, I don't think he's going to do all three at all. So that's I think my he take. said he won't. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. That, I don't maybe think. maybe he'll write all three, but directing is. Yeah, I don't think I'm pretty sure that he said that he wasn't going to that mm. he would write him, but he would only direct the first one. OK, mm-hmm. I which think is, which is a shame because as a director, I thought he did fantastic. Episode eight. I mean, it, it was beautifully done. I thought well, I, I think it might be his choice. I think Colton's right where he's not going to. Well, you know, he'll he'll write, he'll stick around and things like that, but he might not want to be at the helm of it all. Yeah. You know, he'll be like, yeah, this is what I wrote. I'm going to direct the first one, give you what it's, you know, a good first step, and then you guys go from it from there. And then, you know, if you have any questions or any help, I'll help you out. But, I don't, yeah, he doesn't seem like the director to be, like, I got to do, you know, he's not a Christopher Nolan where he's going to mm. do all three Batman movies or something like that. No, I don't see that from Which him. Which is weird because the internet's been so nice to him. <laughs> yeah. I hope, that, I hope that whoever he picks to direct the other films, He'll pick people who have last names that can easily easily be turned into like some stupid word play like Ryan and Ruin. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's huh. first names. I really need him to put some thought in that. Right on. You're right about that. <laughs> if their first names can somehow be flippantly turned into put downs about how they wreck everything. So I, I tell you what. People, I don't, I don't usually put out a call for emails, but send us some, send some suggestions in. <laughs> right. All right. Exactly. It's hard to do all three. Even JJ didn't. You know. Yeah. Lots to put on your plate, man. It is like, right. Especially as so- someone like Ryan Johnson, who I'm sure has other things he wants to do as well, other projects that would, that would catch his eye in the meantime. Yeah. Um, that's a long time to dedicate that much focus on one. All, pretty much only one project if right. you are writing and directing. That's that's a lot. <laughs> so, it is yeah, a ton. I, I mean, it's almost a decade of your life. Well, what did Peter yeah. Jackson do for his? Didn't he like have to basically do everything? He did. At Peter one Jackson time? did everything. Well, yeah, he had to do yeah. it all at one time. And then he went too, back right? and did some more. Yeah, so he pretty much shot all of the movies. Yeah. And he's like, okay, we're going to cut this here, what? this cut that. Well, there. I think he shot the first one and then he shot the last two together. Is what he did. Yeah, but what about the Hobbit ones too? Well, then Remember? he did that. Oh, that was all together. Yeah. So yeah. That. Uh, uh, yeah. Dude, I couldn't imagine, man. I mean, I've obviously never directed a film, but I've produced an album and and then tried to do some other stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm done. Cancel all this other stuff. No, no thanks. <laughs> That's why Christian Bale didn't want to do the next Batman films. They offered him like 180 million dollars or something, and wow. he said, I don't want my next. 10 years of my life to be Batman yeah, still. Yeah, that's right. Back in the day, there was heavy speculation in the, I want to say in the mid-90s, that George was going to do all three prequels back to back to back, like oh. Back to the Futures 2 and 3. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's enough. Would have been interesting. It would have yeah. been interesting. Very he definitely, movies. we would have had Jar Jar in the shit ton of it because he didn't put yeah. Jar Jar in the third one because of the backlash. That would have been, yeah, that definitely would have been interesting. Well, thank you, Eric and King Tom and Claire for weighing in on that Star Wars segment 
Now it's time to get into some pop culture stuff. We're big fans of Breaking Bad. I don't know if Claire watched the show. Claire, I watched you... some of it, but it has been spoiled for me in, t- in its entirety. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. That sucks. Yeah. I saw like he... three seasons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He has cancer. He does. What? In the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> How did I miss it? Oh, dang. <laughs> King Tom, you did not watch the show or did you did? I never got into it. And I know that Eric did not either. You say that with a slightly condescending tone. No, 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 you're no. correct. I did. No, 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 because I remember you saying you, you yeah. had. It's a fantastic. There, well, show. there were some there were some personal tragedy parts of it that just hit too close to home. Okay, you know what? I, I can agree. which to my crystal that. meth business totally going belly up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's wow. the, that's it. Yeah, it's based off of Strother's life. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Well, this kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know how I, we didn't know about this or. There is a Breaking Bad movie coming out, and it's called El Camino, and right. it's about Jesse Pinkman, and it starts off where the other one leaves off, which is right. unbelievable, right. and all the characters are in it, obviously. This is going to be crazy. It looks really good. There's two trailers. The second trailer is very uh, music-driven and, and visual, but the first trailer has some interesting stuff in it, so I wanted to play the first trailer for people that have been watching Breaking Bad, or have watched Breaking Bad, I'm saying. Okay, so have you seen this, Les, at all? No. Okay, so listen intently because you have to hit listen to things. Well, so this, stop so talking. What we watch while well, there's nothing being said, I can say stuff. <laughs> this El Camino is where he he yeah. left with this El Camino. Yeah, yeah. Victims. It started when neighbors reported hearing hundreds of gunshots fired. When Albuquerque police arrived, they discovered the bodies of nine male victims, many shot multiple times. Veteran police officers calling the level of carnage, quote, staggering. Apparently, a remote-controlled machine gun was used in the killings. Investigators are searching for a person of interest who fled the scene. Anyone with information on this massacre is asked to call police Help immediately. Interesting to me here is that Jesse is shaken up because of Walter being shot. Also, correct? That look, Jesse's gone through a lot of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think he's, I think he's uh, shooketh. You think he's just traumatized? I think he's shooketh by a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I don't think it's just that. It's in addition to a ton of other shit. Yeah. Okay. 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 Being a prisoner. So this is a very, work, very yeah. big deal because Breaking Bad is considered one of the greatest shows in the history of television. And having this film and having everybody that's the creative forces back, except for Brian Cranston, but who knows? We might get a flashback. Ooh, right? I think we will. Uh, I think so too. I think this is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be just. I just hope this is a good Netflix movie. What? I don't know Netflix, what I just said. Yeah, it's called Netflix. Uh, thank you, bud. I because they don't make good movies. <laughs> they don't. Right? <laughs> we still haven't had a good Netflix movie, have we? Uh, a decent. I mean, a great one. We the Bird Box is pretty good. Yeah, Claire. Netflix films. Was Roma a Netflix film? Yes. Oh. We have an Oscar winner, baby. That's mud, like it. Mud, I, mud was that, too. I was like, I was like, dang oh, it! That's I right. Mud was as garage. well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mud was also. Damn a it! Netflix you're right. Film. Roma was a Netflix film with Mary J. Blige. Son Don't forget about Mud. Which one? Mud. Mud. Okay, but Hi- I'm saying Hi- the- Highwaymen was pretty good too. The one with I never uh, saw Highwaymen with Kevin Costner and. Okay, so they're getting better. Fuck. They're that? getting better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Triple Frontier was terrible. God, yeah, that, that was, was fucking awful. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> that was <laughs> fucking Frontier awful. Was, uh, I was so disappointed. Just, just the destruction of your time. 
It's time you'll never reclaim and yeah, never get that was back. Bad. It was, was bad. just definitely, yeah. But this one's big. It's a, this is going to be a big deal. I wish we could see this in the theater, not even though Breaking Bad was on Famous television. Famous last words, dude. Don't say that. No, I think this just is going to be really good. Netflix Didn't it say in theaters select theaters? theaters? Did it? I thought it did at yeah, the end. It did, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. That's because of, that's only for Oscar-worthy Oscar worthy, yeah. uh, performances and nominations, which is odd, but whatever. So, you're going to laugh when I say this. <laughs> but uh, there was a Netflix movie at Christmas called The Christmas Chronicles that was ridiculously good, all things considered. Who was who was in there? I think I remember um, this one. Well, because Kurt Russell was Santa. Oh yes, met. yes, 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 dude. That movie was was it really good? Good. I'd laugh my ass off. Awesome. So yeah, there you go, Netflix home run. Sorry, Netflix. I was wrong. You were right. <laughs> wrong ish. Wrong ish. I like that. I like Netflix. I think wrong. Yeah, no, no. I, I think. I, I just, think they're I've been disappointed. Yeah, exactly. The I, shows are great. The shows are fantastic. The movies are are hit or miss. It's like one of those where you kind of like, all right, I'm gonna watch it, but it might be shit. It's not really like this is gonna be it. No, right. no, no, it's not a guarantee. Brad Paisley's wife was in it. Brad Paisley's wife is who? Brad Paisley's wife was in it. Her name is Kimberly Williams. She was in The Father of the Bride. Oh, Don't you remember yes. me telling you that whole story? That's right. I the, yeah. that story. He fell in love with her while watching Father of the Bride. The uh, no, after he broke up the daughter. That's not that's not true. But but it's you're on the right track. He didn't he go No, no, no. He got dumped by somebody. He went to see Father of the Bride and something happened like that. Please yeah, the girl his his like his girlfriend dumped him. And their first date was going to see Father of the Bride when there it first came oh, out. And so you. when he was at, in college at Belmont, Nashville, his friends, he told them, he goes, when Father of the Bride 2 comes out, I'm going to go back to that same town mm. in mm-hmm. that same theater and go see it. And if she's there, we'll reunite. And he said, little did I know, I saw the woman I was going to marry. Oh, that's <laughs> that cool, night. It just, it just wasn't her. And it was that's the girl right. on the screen. Oh, that's cool. That's a good story. Hell of a guitar player, Brad Paisley. I've learned that from Eric. Yes, Schultz. he is. Right, right, right. All right. Well, for the people that haven't watched Breaking Bad, please go do so. So when you watch this, it makes a little bit more sense. And actually, you know what? The way I watched it is the way that it was actually shot because it starts with the very last scene and then it flashes back mm-hmm. and goes from there. So I actually watched the very, I watched the actual final episode first. I held off and not watching that final and episode. And then for I went back and watched the first episode all the way through. I didn't want to finish it. If if you guys are going to start it now, start now because yeah. it takes a little while and you, right. you only have what, maybe 10 days? No, no, no. I think like under two weeks hey, before You it know out. how this show is. You start oh, yeah. watching the show and you're enthralled. You're yes. enthralled. I, I'm yeah, just saying, start that Sunday. Don't wait. I, I want to talk to Haas about this because he's a massive Breaking Bad fan, so much so his cat's name, Walter White. That's right. So I, I'd like to talk to him about see if he's excited about this thing. We'll have him on after the movie comes out. Good call. Right now, I, on my show notes, I say I have Dark Crystal re- revisited. Your take revisited. My take, yeah. Okay. But out of respect to our king, I don't think I'm going to do it, and I don't want any more hate. <laughs> and I just you're, will throw. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just will throw this out there. I wasn't the only one on the show that talked shit on it. I'm yeah, but a- I'm not the host of the Sith list. Yeah, you're a co-host. Of the <laughs> yeah, Sith but list. you're a Raj, dude. Like you're a Raj. I'm just. Less what a more, cop man. out! What the fuck it, does that man. mean? What a cop so, out! In, in all honesty, I, I don't feel that bad that my opinion isn't taken for anything. Dude. Oh That's my good, god, man. Crimea River, green eyes. Oh, you know, really, I couldn't imagine. 
I couldn't imagine being on a show where my other co-hosts knew their place the way that you do. <laughs> <laughs> knew their place. Oh, oh, shots have been fired across the bow. <laughs> the first volley. Yeah. Luke and Dallas, we oh, love you. Well, Dallas, oh, are we Lord. sure? Yeah. Dallas, I don't hey, know. Are you talking about this? Because <laughs> no. you said I had shitty taste, Dallas. How dare you? But I will say I do respect the show. I do respect the effort that people put into the show. I love Jim Henson. I just don't think it holds up. Just because Mark Hamill is in something doesn't mean it's good. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Mark. <laughs> Mark, I'm calling him Mark. <laughs> and I know you, I Claire. And I know you forever. love it, Claire. Cool. Claire, you're a big fan of Dark Crystal, correct? Oh yeah. Okay, and oh. I and I uh, totally understand that. I totally understand it. I think I just think it's I get freaked out by looking at them because I did when I was a kid. It's just like a PTSD thing. I totally get it. Please don't come at me. I'm just I. People can not like things. It's possible. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And You're I, not like it. and I, I'm, I'm really glad people are enjoying it. I, I really am. Indiana Jones five. You, yes, aren't we? Aren't we all in on this? We are, but the problem is, on in on what? We don't know anything. We don't know yet. anything. One oh, of the screenwriters. Fuck. This came out of uh, IMDb. One of the screenwriters previously attached to Indiana Jones five has now shared an update. Jurassic Park and Mission Impossible's David Cope was the first writer to be confirmed to pen the script before word came that Solo's Jonathan Kasdan. And then Dan Fogelman, who actually does This Is Us, I believe, had taken over on separate occasions. Now it looks like it's back in Cope's lap. He, this is what he said. I'm working on it again. We're still trying. And I think we've got a good idea this time. We'll see. I think. But, what the fuck does that it, mean? But I know that's exactly right. People are very excited about this comment because Jesus, how long is this going to take? Yeah. Harrison's not getting younger. and we, He's still flying. He's still flying around, zipping around the galaxy. And we need an Indy 5 so he can pass the baton. Or we've gotten in this conversation a thousand times. But Claire, Indiana Jones, are you a big fan of the Indiana Jones franchise? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a big part of my childhood. And a big part of my childhood infatuation with Harrison Ford. Mm, yes. Um, so, I, I, I always oh, yeah. say, I always say one, the only person that I'll ever freeze up talking to somewhere would be Harrison Ford. Oh, not a single word would come out of my mouth. I would just... D- Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that me too. I'd freak out a little bit. Yeah. But I want to see him in Indiana Five, Indy Five. What are we going to get, Claire? Do you want this to be a passing of the torch? Do we want prequels after this? Because obviously Lucasfilm owns this franchise. We've talked about this multiple times on this podcast. But I want you to weigh in. What do you want out of Indy Five? That's difficult because I don't even <laughs> I don't even know if I want this movie. Right. To be honest with you. Right. Maybe they have a better plan than last time, and but I just think I don't know if I if I'd want a prequel or if I'd want him to pass the torch. I feel like maybe the Indiana Jones legacy should be moved on to somebody else. Um, mm. um, obviously Harrison Ford can't continue to do it for forever. We saw, and I hate to say this because I'm I adore him. We saw how clunky he he kind of was even in kingdom of the crystal skull and that was shoot how many years ago yeah um you just can't have him doing those same action sequences anymore and that's fine i think that he could be i think that it could be really well done if he's training the next yeah rogue archaeology archaeologer is what i almost just said oh my (laughs) lord archaeologist wow the pineapple blood 
Uh, unicorn blood, blood of the unicorn. Whatever. Pineapple. This is, this blood of just, the unicorn yeah. fitting hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't really know what I want for this movie because it makes me nervous that it's existing. The so. only thing that I'm excited about is that it's going to start it up again. Lucasfilm owns this franchise. They're not going to just let it sit. We need an Indy 5 just to get it, like, to launch it. Whatever we get, I just hope it's done well. I hope Harrison Ford is Sean Connery from um, Last Crusade and mentoring someone. Could be a nephew. I don't fucking care, whatever it is. But I I would love to see this happen in that way because we definitely need Indy. My kids, Malik needs to see Indiana Jones when he's older. So when he goes on the ride, he goes, oh. Uh, If it's still there. Synergy. (laughs) Synergy. Synergy. Oh, <laughs> okay, so that's your Indy Five news. <laughs> what little, what little news there <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. News for the we have an email from Kent. Dear Sith listeners, if you look at the state slate of the MCU after the end of Phase Three and the announcements for Phase Four, almost every hero we've been introduced to so far has a storyline going forward. Between the announced movies and the Disney Plus shows, almost everyone is covered. Assuming that Captain Marvel will get a sequel. Only four characters are not accounted for. Ant-Man, Wasp, Hulk, and War Machine. Do you think we'll get a new movie for Scott and Hope? Or will they have to wait until a new team of Avengers is formed? With Hulk's distribution rights, we know that we'll have to wait for him to show up in either someone else's movie or a team-up. When do you think that'll happen? The one that intrigues me the most is War Machine. Without any future Iron Man movies, where will Rhodey appear next? He's never really been a big part of the Avengers mythos. Maybe I'm wrong, but doesn't it, but it doesn't feel like Disney would want to want a show on their streaming service called War Machine. Could we finally get a solo movie, or will he change the name to Iron Patriot for a series? Mm. Will he be the new Iron Man, or will Riri Williams be put be the next person to wear the armor in the MCU? Thanks, Kent. Wow, that's a lot, Kent. Thank you very much, Les. Any, what do you think about this? I'm sure that these characters will find ways to appear. Uh, as far as like. War Machine and he, he, him and Captain Marvel actually have a really good relationship. He's part of the Air Force. She's part of the Air Force. There's a military background there. I know that for a while in, in some of the comics, they even had a relationship. So if you kind of watched, if you were watching Endgame and everybody was breaking off after talking, uh, reporting to Natasha, she says to him, you know, good luck. And they share like a quick little glance and that kind of alluded to that. So he may end up in, I would see, if, if they give Captain Marvel a sequel, which I think they announced that, right? Or no? No, as far as uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, should, I think they should get a third movie. If not, then they should get a Disney Plus series. That's all. I'm sure we'll get everybody. Now, as far as introducing uh, Riri Williams as Ironheart, maybe that could flow in with the uh, Miss Marvel series and have her be part of that whole thing because they could utilize, that. they could find a way to introduce uh, Squirrel Girl and all the other uh Squad members of hers too. Yeah, very happy about Squirrel Girl. I'm sorry. That's all I'm saying. I'm like they, Big they, Squirrel Girl stand they roll here. together. They roll pretty thick. Like they're a tight click, you know. So okay. Maybe we'll get a new, Squirrel Girl. Show. They could be like the Destiny's Child of the Marvel Disney Plus <sighs> thing. Yeah, to bring Beyonce up and just have you know like Squirrel Girl, Riri, Riri, Riri Williams. Her name is. Yeah, Riri I know. Williams. I thought you meant. So you got Squirrel yeah. Girl, Ironheart. You have Miss Marvel. Uh, we could throw somebody else in there. Uh, America, America Chavez. Mm, America Chavez. There you go. That makes up your fearsome foursome right there. That'd be really cool, Claire, if they had all these different female characters from the Marvel Universe, the ones that people really don't know about, 
to headline a Disney Plus show. And actually, they wouldn't even. Let, can, can you please let Claire speak? Last, oh, okay, you're done with the segment. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say, as someone who is like probably um, a little, a little too fanatical about Squirrel Girl. Yes, give me, give me live action Doreen Green. Give me tippy toes. Give me monkey Joe. I don't care what version. This is yeah. I. I if that happened, I would literally start sobbing. I'd be like, I'm so happy, my girl. <laughs> She's coming to live action. I love her so yeah, much. She's cool. so good. I love Squirrel Girl. It's all possible, girl. right? Yeah, I know. And then, you know what? In all honesty, I would think the best thing to do is maybe not flood things and have different shows for them, but literally keep them all in Miss Marvel's show. And just keep Miss Marvel's show going and, you know make the arcs maybe even center around each of those characters and bring them in and just have them, you know, living in her universe. And if they ever decide to make a big movie about it, then there they are. They're already established characters. So that'd be pretty cool. And you think that's possible? You think we didn't get that with Netflix shows being incorporated well, no, into we films, got, but are we going to get... No, but we got the Defenders out of those other shows. We got the Defenders, but I'm saying, will we ever see these Disney Plus side I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't, I really see, why don't see why not. I don't see why they wouldn't think of a way to go, okay, now we've been doing Disney Plus, we've been doing these shows for, you know, maybe four seasons. Right. Let's find a way to make a mega event happen and get it onto a big screen. Okay. Cool. You know. Well, thanks, Kent. I spawned a little conversation. Now, we have some Batman news, some big Batman news. It looks like we got a Gordon and a Penguin, maybe a Penguin. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Jeffrey Wright, who, as you know, is a great actor from Westworld. Right. He's in negotiations to play James Gordon in the Matt Reeves' The Batman. But here's the thing. Jeffrey Wright's awesome. Yes. But we got some more news. And Josh Gad's not going to be happy about this. Not. Because he's been trying to get this role since news came out. They're going to make this again. Jonah Hill is... Pretty much signed on to play a character. They're not saying what it is, but obviously people are putting two and two together to play the Penguin. Oh. Or the Riddler, I heard. Or the Riddler. Yeah. No, but there, I, I could see him as the Mad Hatter. You think um, the Mad Hatter will be introduced in this thing? I doubt it. Why not? If they're doing what I think they're doing, the Mad Hatter's got a major part too. They all have a part in this. I think, I think they're trying to adapt. Correct me if I'm, you, you need to help me the... The long Halloween. The long Halloween. Long yes. Halloween, yes. Yeah. Long um, Halloween is what they're going to be using for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Now, as the Riddler, for sure, if he's the penguin, hmm. I would love him as a penguin. I, I, I think he'd I, be a badass penguin. I think Josh Gad could knock that out. He's just got the the look. Like it's already built in. So yeah, I think Josh Gad would be a great penguin, but I think he'd be a, like a happy go lucky lucky penguin. I think Jonah Hill would take that role and make it this film noir, which they're, they're mm-hmm. trying to do, I think he'd be a better version of it. Make it dark and gritty. Yeah. I think he'd be a great, I mean, well, to be fair though, I, I will always consider Danny DeVito to be the penguin in my heart. Yes. I love Danny DeVito's penguin. So yeah, much. never goes away. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome. Yes. He is the penguin. He's just had to snap back to reality. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I think he could be a great penguin. And, I, I, while I love Josh Gad, uh, I feel like Jonah Hill could be a really good, really good penguin. Yeah, I do too. King Tom, you heard the news about this, correct? 
Yeah, um, I think Jeffrey Wright is a good pickup for any franchise. Was he in something recently, or is it just he's back as Felix Leiter in Bond? Because I feel like we've heard his name mentioned for something recently. Westworld. He's fantastic in Westworld. I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, he's great in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. So, yeah, we gotta and get on the Westworld train. Back on it. You mean? I mean, back on it. Yeah. It's New season looks amazing. And Aaron, by the way, full circle. Aaron Paul he's is going to be the lead in Westworld yeah, season. That's true. Four or season three? It's season, season four. Three? Okay, season three. Yeah, season three. All right. All right, all right, all right. So that's some crazy news. Now, I definitely wanted to play this, and I wanted everybody to be here and watch it together because this is uh, 11 years and 23 films that the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, put together. And this is the trailer that they showed at San Diego Comic-Con, and I believe this is going to be the trailer, and this is going to be for the box set. Obviously, they're not just going to not have a box set and not do anything about it. So it's 50 hours of, of the MCU, pretty much, that's going to be in this box set, which is crazy. And they're going to have deleted scenes and all that great stuff. But I think we should all watch this together because it's pretty fucking awesome. The 50 hours? We're going to watch it all right now. Yeah. 50 hours, yes. <laughs> so here is the Infinity Saga trailer. That's Eric soldering. <laughs> I don't think you understand how soldering works. <laughs> Let's track this from the beginning. We start with something pure. Something exciting. Then... Deal with something new. Yeah. Told you. Okay, so far. King Tom, is this all dialogue from the film? Because I don't remember the I'm feeling it part. Yeah, I'd... yeah. Or did he do I this specifically know. for this trailer? Some of it is from, from the films, but I don't remember it any of it either, so I think most of it is new dialogue. This is the path I started us on. very strength invites challenge. Challenge incites conflict. Really sad we didn't get vision in this last one. Yeah, he's pretty bitching. Aww. Spidey. Are um, Far From Home or Homecoming part of this? I don't see any of that. I think just yeah. Civil War, Spider-Man. No, I did not see any of it. They left the Sony stuff out. <laughs> Inevitable. And I am Iron Man. What a sweet-ass run it's been. Epic. Forces of darkness and light. What a world. Universe now. Woo! Spoiler. How cool was that, guys? I mean, Goosey's. Look, Goosey's. 
Look at that. Goosebumps all the way. See, now, I'm I'm not one for box sets because I'm like, they're always going to add the stuff, you know, things like that. Oh, yeah. I would get that box set. Yeah. Even though they're already adding to it, I'm like, yeah, this is its own thing right. here. This is, this is, sit down, kids. You're going to learn some shit yeah. kind of thing. You know, the, all this stuff after, it's great, but there's this. Well, think about this. Kevin Feige was responsible for that. I know exactly. That's so, that's what Star Wars fans. Oh, remember that? How could you not? Yeah, how could you not be excited for it? That's my thing. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. So there you have it, man. That's uh, ten years of just greatness, excellence. What's your favorite? I'm going to go down the line. What's your favorite MCU film? Boo, you go first. Oh, it has to be the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. All day. All fucking day. Yeah, it starts it off. Yeah, exactly. That's Ed your Norton. favorite MCU film. His. How about you, Les? Infinity War. Ooh. I can watch that over and over again. The, fir- the first one? Yeah. King Tom, what's yeah. your favorite? Guardians 2. Oh, okay. Claire? Captain America, the first Avenger. That is my favorite of all time because it's a period piece. Oh, I like touched my heart right there. No, no, no. You, you look like, uh, was it Steve Rogers and do, introducing himself to Groot? He's like, I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He literally touched his chest like the same way. <sighs> I am Steve Rogers. I love that movie. Yeah. I watch it over and over again. It's yeah. such a good movie, man. It's so, 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 so well done. Eric Struthers, what's your favorite MCU film? He's like, I haven't seen any. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have no idea what we're talking about. Say, I was actually going to say Captain America also. but the First um, Avenger? To, yeah, but to force my hand, then since the two of you already picked it, um, fuck, I don't know. I still feel like Captain America. Yeah, say Captain America. Eric, there's nothing wrong with you and I having something in common and liking the same stuff. Okay, it's cool. It's because it's the only one he's seen. Oh, <laughs> That's not true. No, he's seen all. I think he's seen I all of them. He's I know. Seen him, dude. Being set in the forties, it's the one he's the most comfortable with. Oh, it speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, King Tom is going after Eric. Eric's going after King Tom. This is a different type of podcast. Claire, you're bringing out like shit, anger. passive aggressiveness. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I didn't do this. I, it's, it's all I'm you. washing my hands of this situation. I did nothing. <laughs> It's like the dealer. I'm out. Yeah, I'm cleaning out. your hands. Yeah, I'm out. All right, now we're gonna end this podcast. I know who this is, and you guys know. That's the funny thing. That's a complete lie. Is that Liz Fair? I don't know who the hell this is. I feel really bad about it. Did Juliana Hatfield? No, it isn't, dude. That's a great, great pick, King Tom. Um, yeah, man. 
Hello, Rockstar Kate Hanley. Dude, <laughs> that that song is so killer. And there, there's a it's it's funny how Letters to Cleo can have such a great song, and then the whole rest of that album. Which Letters is called to Cleo, my Aurora or Alice, which is great app, great album name. Uh, the rest of the album is just not that good, and they were like the smallest, biggest band. What other song ever. do they have? They had Awake on their second album. Wholesale Meats and Fish. And then they had another one called Go in 98, which I don't think had any hits on it, but had the same exact sound. Yeah. Wow. And hmm. what's cool about that record is, or just like just for that song right there, here and now, is the snare drum sound. I love how low it is and where it sits in the mix. It's like it's got every, everything about it's great. Like the guitar sound is almost like that jangly big wide open open back amp style sound until you hear that octave guitar come in and there's a note choice in there that's just nasty it's one of the octaves that's playing right as it leads up to the chorus (laughs) get a life nerd and then the chorus is like such a mouthful nobody can sing along to it correctly you know (laughs) except for ben wyatt yeah yes that's such a great episode that is such a great episode of uh, Parks and Rec. Parks That's... and Rec. Is it sad that um, my introduction to Letters to Cleo was Ben Wyatt? No, not, not at all. I think it's... it makes it even more impressive. <laughs> it's definitely not sad I think... because I've never heard that damn song. You That's have. a great. You've heard it. Beavis and Beavis and Butthead did a really good take on it. That's and right. Kay Hanley has done music for a number of other things. I think she did the. Um, was it Josie and the Pussycats movie? Oh, and she she's done that. She does the music for Doc McSuffins and a number of other Disney oh, things shit. too. Okay, mm-hmm. freaking yeah. King Tom, man, bringing the thunder. Some fucking Doc McStuffin references. <laughs> wow. It was a deep cut. I think there. it was the Butthead one. Tom got, just like mopped I, the floor I, with me. I, I like I said, I have all three of their albums. So wow. I was a fan back in the day. Yeah. I think it'd be. But your take is very one, accurate. They, uh, they they got mad because she was going too fast. Right? Yes, and they were like, yeah, just slow down, it. just slow down. Will this chick slow down? Like, yeah, they were like trying to sing this song. Yeah, like, will this chick just slow down, dude? She's going too fast. Yeah, that was, yeah. Oh that's God. Right, dude. Well, this is cool because this is a music minute that I have no idea what the hell it was. So I feel nice. like welcome to my world. <laughs> you know most of this. I know, I know. Fucking around. You say bitching, dude. What's wrong with bitching? Uh, bitching's bitching. Let's not start that again. <laughs> he says bitching, and he rolls his cigarettes up in the sleeve of his white T-shirt. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right, so we are now going to end this podcast with... What's, what are you laughing at? I'm, I'm, oh, you're looking at the show notes? I'm just looking at the show this notes. This is the game. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. That's, That's so clever. Claire, we're going to play a game called Malort or Malarkey. How long did it take you to think that one up? Are you I, 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 a little bit? <laughs> Here's the thing: we're going to give you. First of all, I want you to let because not everybody was at celebration. I want you to let the audience know what Malord is and what information you know about Malord because we know all that stuff. But I need you to let our audience know what Malord is. Well. This is the role I've been I've been born to play is yes. Malort sp- spokesperson for the Star Wars fandom. I didn't realize they needed one, but here I am. You're welcome. Mm. Uh, Malort is a wormwood-based liqueur that was created during Prohibition time by a man from Chicago named Carl Jepson. 
and uh, the Jepson Company continues to make Malort to this day. And according to local legend, Carl Jepson had smoked so much so often, just always had a cigar in his mouth, that he had killed all the taste buds in his mouth. And Malort was a drink that he could actually taste. This is not going to be good with this game because she knows a lot. Yeah, you yeah. might have picked the wrong the wrong person to fuck with. Well, I, she she didn't go into like that kind of detail. She had, yeah, yes, she did. Some of it she did. You, but I didn't know she knew all of that other stuff. I don't know. It's it's Cla- it's Claire's knowledge versus Araj's exhaustive research. <laughs> yeah, that's go. true. This yeah, unstoppable. You might know everything about her, but you don't you don't know everything about Malort. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. I know more about Claire oh than Malort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The segment me answering questions about Malort. Yes. Yes. True or false. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Yeah. I really hope that I do my city well, proud. Well, I, th- I think you're going to do fine. because you knocked out the first I think four you've already, questions. You've already answered the four or five questions. No, so The game's know, over because she answered them all. Let me tell you guys, I, I was able to taste Malort. And it, you don't taste it. Let's be real That's here. true. It was it god-awful. There's a video out there on Twitter of me tasting it. And, and that face is what usually... Except for Anthony Bresnigan. He took it like a champ. But... It, I did not take it like a champ, but no. I did have all about three times, three all times, three times. You never took I took it three champ. times. Why? Why not? If it's not good <laughs> once, it's not going to be good the next two times. Why not? Yeah, he I got kicked in the nuts. It. Let me try it again. Let me see if it feels different. No, it still no. sucks. He kept saying, Claire, if you take it, if you take one, I'll take one. I'm like, you do realize that I am used to this. Yeah, <laughs> the Lord's in her veins. Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She had yeah, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. I, I need you to bring that to Anaheim, though, because mm-hmm. I'll take it again. No, oh, you, okay. she, she can't travel with it. It doesn't fit in the three-fourths or 3.4 three, 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 ounces. She can put it in the... Uh, don't you st- fucking dare. Oh, <laughs> All right, you ready to play this game? Malort or Malarkey? Ready as I'll ever be. So if, if it's true, say Malort. If it's Malarkey, you say false. Okay. Okay. The only flavored ingredient in Jepson's Malort is woodworm, a bitter herb known for its ability to kill stomach worms and other parasites. And people. Malort or malarkey? Malort. True. Good job. The the company Jepson Malort is so small, it only has two employees, which include the owner, Malort or malarkey. Ooh. Because it's killed everyone else. (laughs) Ooh, that is a good. It is a good question. What are you gonna ask? What are their stock options next if they have benefits? <laughs> I'm, let her I'm the question, going though. to say Malort because I feel like they're pretty small. Absolutely Malort right. Key? Malort is right. They only have two people, and one of them is the employee. Well done. Well done. Yes. Mal- Malort is a Swedish word that means gasoline juice. <laughs> <laughs> Malort or malarkey? I'm gonna say malarkey on that. You are absolutely right. It is a malarkey. The word up means woodworm. I mean, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. It should mean gasoline juice. Yeah, I like gasoline <laughs> juice, though. Somebody should. That sounds like a, like a band or, or, or a shitty booze. Gasoline yeah. juice. Next question. <laughs> it is known that if you have stomach worms or parasites, drinking malarkey could cure you of these nasty things. Malort or malarkey? Malort. Absolutely. The only flavoring ingredient in malort is woodworm, like we talked about. And that's the bitter herb that actually kills stomach worms and other parasites. And it tastes like it would. And your stomach lining. <laughs> yeah, really. And your stomach lining. That's right. Last question. Malort was one of the first alcoholic beverages banned when Prohibition started back in 1920. Malort or malarkey? I'm going to say Malort. That is false. 
Yeah. No. That's okay. You got four to five. The liquor was no, sold door was- the door to door by Jepson during Prohibition, with the loophole of being a medicinal alcohol. Yeah. Jepson's Malort was the only legal woodworm product sold in America for ninety six years. Wow. You did really and well though. You love that to be your one option to drink. <laughs> right. That was it. Four to five. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Here's some crazy things though. I wanted to let you guys know some fan. Malort sayings that Jepson, because they only have two people, they don't have an advertising department. They've taken these fan suggestions for advertisement. Do, so, do they have a social media manager? Yeah. I, I, this, this is for real, guys. Malort's company has used these slogans. Okay. First one Malort, kick, kick your mouth in the balls. That's correct. <laughs> Next one Malort, when you need to unfriend somebody in person. <laughs> yeah, Claire, Claire tried. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I promise. It's like, Lord, I hate all of you. You want to turn taste buds into taste foes for generations. That's right. That's it. That's one of them. Yeah. Malort. That's right. Turning taste buds. Tonight's the night you fight your dad. Tonight's the night you fight your dad. Malort, the I, champagne of pain. I like that one. <laughs> champagne of pain. Drink Malort. It's easier than telling people you have nothing to live for. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That is so That's bad. Awesome. What are you drinking, Malort? Somebody's like, damn, you want to talk about it? <sighs> Shit, you okay? Malort, what soap washes its mouth out with? <laughs> this is the, my favorite one. Oh Malort, God. these pants are going to shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and there's oh, your slogans, guys. And the Malort company has used these. The Jepson Malort company has used oh. these slogans. Can we get slogans? I want oh, slogans oh, now. Man, yeah, yeah. Sith, let's need some slogans. Yes. Coffee and uh, beer. Yeah, and Sudafed. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Not the Sith list. The Sith list, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you did really well. Great job thank there. Thank you. Yeah, great thank job. You, thank you. I'm really looking forward to drinking some Malort. No, with you're you. not. No, I am. I am. I am. Lie the like best a dog. part about Garage, that is I will take as many swigs as, of Malort as possible See? as long as I get to continue to watch you react to drinking Malort. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going to try to to have a better facial no. reaction to it. No. We need we need less to, unless you drink some, right? I had a sniff and a, I took a sip and I'm done, dude. And a little. I don't do that shit. <laughs> I don't do that shit, dude. Anybody doing that, dude. <laughs> oh, good thing no. we didn't have it in Vegas with us this weekend. We could have gave Calvin Harris some alert. He would have been very Y'all, appreciative. You, 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 <laughs> <laughs> By the way, fuck you, Las Vegas. Wow. Wow. Let me tell you why I fuck you, Las Vegas. Jeez. I was in line to go to a day. <laughs> That's right. Hold on. To go to a day club to see my boy Calvin Harris, which... Calvin Hall. Which is um, actually Taylor Swift's uh, ex-boyfriend. Fuck him. Sam's <laughs> brothers. Which is what my favorite DJ in the world. So I was we're in line going to a day club, which is, consists of a lot of fun and pool. And I think I sent one of the DMs a bunch of drunken videos. But before I got in, I was wearing like hipster shorts and a cool shirt. I was actually repping a Star Wars shirt, Star Wars button-up shirt. And the guy, I walked by and the bouncer's like, bro, just like this. Bro, I'm so sorry. You got to go get your board shorts. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we only allow board shorts in here. I go, like, I have board shorts stacked away in a secret stash at your <laughs> at your day club. So I had to go to the Quicksilver shop, buy $50 fucking board shorts to get back into the, the club. <laughs> so what was what was wrong with your shorts? They weren't they were board shorts. They were denim. They were they really were stretchy denim. They were cool. They weren't stretchy. They were denim. But I told you, I'm like, you're not going to be able to get in wearing shorts. And you're like, they're fashionable. Where they let me in. I don't look like they this. were nice. They're like, they they're, are. They were fashionable. You did look nice, but I'm, that thank you. But didn't work out. Not for that guy. Yeah, not for that guy. Wow. So, so fuck you, Las Vegas. 
Now, we're going to end this podcast, obviously now, but I want to thank Miss Stribling for coming on and uh, having a great time with us and doing so well on the Malort questions. And Claire, tell people where they can listen to you and find you on the social media landscape. Uh, you can find me on the Imperial Senate podcast feed. And you can follow us on Twitter at ImpSenatePod. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CStribs. And we'll have all of that great stuff on our show notes. Just click it and follow and subscribe to their podcast. It's a great podcast. Listen to it. And she's a great follow on Twitter. Mr. Strothers, where can people listen to you be the only host of the Bad Motivators? (laughs) In his dreams. (laughs) In his dreams. Yeah. Yeah, that is true, man. But, but in all seriousness, my my two other co-hosts are on the show. They <laughs> are on the show. Where there. other subpar podcasts are found. And uh, yeah, Bad Motivators. Follow me on Twitter at Eric Strahlers. You can find out all sorts of stuff about me. And hey, I have a small announcement. As we're recording this right now in my time zone, it is just barely the 26th of September, 10 minutes in. And I... This, I am 13 years sober today. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, yeah, let's crack open a beer to that. Speaking of, speaking of Malort, yeah. let's take some shots. Cheers, Eric. Yeah, Cheers. There you Thanks, go. Thanks, man. I'm going to drink to that. Right. Beers, beers up to oh, Strothers. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats. Congrats. That's, That's really huge. cool, Eric. That's awesome. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Dude, I I tell you what, drinking is rad, for me, and I I do miss I it on occasion. I'm just I I'm glad everybody else gets to. Hey, we do enough for you. Dude. We'll drink enough. <laughs> yeah, we've got yeah. we've got your back. Yeah, yeah. we got your back, buddy. Well, congratulations, man. I know it's a huge accomplishment. That's fantastic, Mister Lord. Tonight's the night. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one that he chooses. Yeah. Well, Lord, thanks for fucking 13 years. Yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> It'll break your sobriety. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. King Tom, where can people listen to you? I know you're like, it'll take 30 minutes uh, before you tell everybody where you're at. Better podcast podcasts on, you know. everywhere. Uh, <laughs> here. Uh, I'm on the yeah. Patreon. I did this week's uh, Rogue One filled in with Hawes. Oh, that's so. great. Somebody yeah. needed to uh, to record it. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Luke Cruiser just <laughs> no, put no, a thing. No, this was hot. Not yeah, I know, I know. Luke Cruiser put out a tweet that said, King Tom on three podcasts in 24 hours. Is that true? Yes, although we did Damn. five episodes of the Bad Motivators Patreon show, so that would be five, seven. Fucking duck. Because they're like 20, 30-minute episodes each. That's that's cool. I though. guess it's easy when you're getting all the Patreon money. Yeah. You know, I guess so. <laughs> well, Eric is. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm yeah, I'm rich. Bitch. I'm rich, bitch. Yep, I was finally <laughs> able to to quit my job. <laughs> I want to need a place to stay and lots of money. If anybody, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Carlos Borgwell, where can people listen to you? Jabber uh, and jabber. You can you can listen to me uh, here on the Sith <laughs> List, and then uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. At the Sith List Boo. Crunch Crunch is ruining films for everyone. <laughs> Where could people find you? I mean, if you really want to find me, if I'm, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. What's your fucking Twitter handle so people can People know, me? man. Less is more, Jesus. Jesus. People know. Oh, people know. People know. People know. Hey. Oh, my bad. I didn't no, know people no. knew. No need. Oh, my no bad. Need to ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
You can find me at the Sipless. And thank you for listening to this debacle of an episode. We really, really appreciate it. We will catch you next week on episode number 165 of The Sith List. I'm blue You act so innocent